When defeating thoughts begin to rise up within you, it's easy to get sucked in. And before you know it, those defeating thoughts are taking you down the rabbit hole like a bobsled at the Winter Olympics. But what if there was a way to derail those defeating thoughts? What if there was something you could do to keep you from getting sucked into all that negativity? Well, today on Quick Counsel, we're going to look at how to derail defeating thoughts. Welcome to the Quick Counsel Podcast, where we will give you a simple and practical understanding of counseling issues and how they might apply to your life. Here's your host, Pastoral Counselor Brett Legg. You know how it goes. Something happens. Something that's disappointing. Something that's unwanted. And before you know it, your mind takes the slide into the ball pit of negativity. You start having all these defeating thoughts, and before long, your internal dialogue starts to mirror the book, Alexander and the Terrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. Now, if you've done this, don't beat yourself up for it. It's normal. It's natural. But if we don't find a way to derail those negative thoughts, it will have a negative effect on our attitude, on our relationships, and even on our health. And the longer we stay in that defeatist track, the harder it is to get out of it. But what if there was a way, a simple way, to derail those defeating thoughts? Well, I believe there is. I believe there's a simple two-step process that will help you derail your defeating thoughts and the bad attitudes that they produce. A simple two-step process. And the first step is to disrupt. The first thing you have to do is to disrupt the line of thinking that's taking you down the negative rabbit hole. And you can do this with a simple two-letter word, and that word is so, S-O. Now, before you switch to another podcast, hear me out. I know this sounds simplistic, but think about it. Have you ever had this happen to you? You're passionately complaining about something to someone, maybe a parent or a close friend or a teacher, and when you finish your complaining, they look at you calmly, without emotion, and say, so? Isn't that like throwing a bucket of cold water on things? It just disrupts your thinking. You know, in the last episode, I talked about how my wife helped me to accomplish the seemingly insurmountable task of completing a bachelor's degree and two master's degree while married, while raising two little girls, and while working multiple jobs. And I remember telling her at one time that doing this was going to take years, to which she looked at me and said, So? There was something about that response that just took all the power out of my negativity. Here's another example. Let's say you have to give a speech and you're really dreading it. And you've worked yourself up so much about it that you go to a good friend and say, I don't think I can do this. I mean, what if I make a mistake? I might say something that somebody doesn't like. And your friend listens to you calmly until you're finished. And then they look at you and say, so? Wouldn't that response make you pause for a moment? Wouldn't it make you stop and think? The next time you find your thinking and your attitude going south over some imaginary fear or consequence, try calmly saying to yourself, So? It will disrupt your thinking for a moment. And disrupting your defeating thoughts is the important first step. But now it's time for step two. Disrupting your defeating thoughts will allow you to take the next and the second step, which is to displace. After you've disrupted your defeating thoughts, then you need to take the next step and displace those defeating thoughts to make room for other, more helpful thoughts. 
Now, you may be thinking, I don't want to displace my repeating thoughts. I want to replace my defeating thoughts. And I get that. I think most of us would say that. But the problem is that's not really realistic. Defeating thoughts are a part of life. You can't replace them all. And if that's your goal, you're going to wind up feeling even more defeated. But if you can learn to displace them, to move them over and off to the side in order to make room to consider something else, then you can choose between the defeating thought and the other options. It gives you more control. So after you've disrupted your defeating thought with the word so, just how can you displace them? Well, the first way you can displace your defeating thoughts is with a question. Let's say you're beating yourself up for a mistake you made on a big project. You're embarrassed and you keep telling yourself that you really blew it this time. First, disrupt that defeating thought by telling yourself, so. Then follow that up with a question like, what's more important, not making a mistake or making the project the best it can be? Or another question, did your boss tell you that you couldn't make any mistakes? Or this question, is it reasonable to think that there won't be some mistakes along the way? Or maybe this question, what if this mistake is the very thing that helps you turn out a better project? Do you see how asking a question can help you displace the disruptive thought and make room for a better one? Okay, let me give you a second way you can displace your defeating thoughts. And you can do that with a reminder. Go back to the previous example where you're beating yourself up for making a mistake on a project. After disrupting those thoughts with the word so, you can then displace them by reminding yourself of better things. Here's some examples of how that might work. You could say, hey, remember a few years ago when you made a big mistake? You thought it would be the end of you? You survived that just fine. And there was actually some good that came out of it. Maybe you could remind yourself of this. Hey, remember those stories you've heard about all those great inventors and scientists who failed numerous times before they made their big breakthrough? What if this mistake is just a step on the way to your big breakthrough? Or maybe try reminding yourself of this. Hey, remember that time when you made a mistake and some people were not happy, but the world kept spinning. The world didn't come to an end and you got over it and it turned out all right. This is probably the same. When I was complaining to my wife about how long it would take me to get through my education, she first disrupted my thinking with, so? But the next thing she did was that she reminded me that I had gone through several hard things in the past. And her reminder helped me see that I could make it through this difficulty too, just like I had the others. Reminding yourself of other outcomes can help you displace your sky-is-falling mentality with something more even and more tempered. It can help you get a broader and more optimistic view and see more helpful options. So here's a final thought. Like many things, this two-step process to derailing defeating thoughts, it's much easier said than done. I'll grant you that. It will take some practice. So give yourself some grace at first. Don't get sucked into that defeating thought about not being able to perfectly derail your defeating thoughts at first. It's a vicious cycle. But the more you practice this two-step process of disrupting and displacing, you'll be surprised how quickly it can turn things around and derail your defeating thoughts. And when you get the hang of it, then share the process with someone else who could use it. Because you and I can't be the only ones who have to wrestle with defeating thoughts. 
Hope this has been helpful for you. If so, I hope you'll share it with someone else. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment or a review so that we can move this podcast out to others who could use it. You can find more from me at brettleg.com, that's one T, two G's, as well as on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I hope you have a great week and keep derailing those defeating thoughts. Till next week, we'll see you. Thanks for joining us today for Quick Counsel. This podcast is meant to give you a simple understanding of counseling issues and is in no way intended as a substitute for professional counseling or therapy. If you feel you need further help, please contact a local counselor, therapist, or physician. Thanks for listening, and we hope you will join us for the next episode of Quick Counsel.